Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Last year, four-fifths of our family uh, made it past midnight, so I was at the midnight fireworks with our three children. My wonderful wife was at home asleep. Uh, but we rang, in, we rang in the new year uh, for her, but um, I, I'm not sure what the percentage would be like this year. Uh, might be might be the same. Uh, we have my parents visiting uh, with us from the East Coast, so big welcome to them. I don't know if they'll make it or they'll claim 9 p.m. is 12 p.m. because they're still on New South Wales time. Whatever, whatever it is, but uh, I know that we're all really excited maybe about the new year. It's interesting, right? We get to this time of year and everything's about 2024. You know, what will it be like? You know, I, I listened to a podcast this week. Uh, it was called Mega Trends for 2024. I was like, with a title like that, I'm definitely, definitely listening to it. Maybe you've got some exciting plans for next year. Maybe you're, maybe you've overindulged at Christmas time and you're like, okay, you know, new year, new me. I'm going to run 5Ks a day, eat less carbs, cut back to one coffee a day, lose the will to live at the same time. You know, all that, all that. All that sort of thing. Or, or maybe you've got some holiday plans um, for 2024. Maybe you're starting a new job, taking on a new role. Maybe you're a young person here. And another year means another year closer to the finish of school. So you're just like, yes, come on. Uh, we have our eldest finishing school this year. Crazy. That just blows our brains away. But anyway, today what I want to do in all this uh, maybe anticipation and expectation for 2024, uh, I want to take a few moments to stick up for 2023. Because you see, 2023 is here, and it's like, hey, I've still got, you know, a little bit under a day left. Like, don't, don't write me off here. I'm, I'm still here. Uh, I'm still ready to go. And so on this final day of 2023, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to read from the start of a few books of the Bible in the New Testament. And now these are all written by the Apostle Paul. And they were originally written as, as letters to churches and in some cases like areas or regions of churches. And Paul's going to do something repetitive generally near the start of each of these letters. Let's see if we can catch it. So this is uh, the book of Romans. So Paul is writing to the church in Rome. He hasn't been there yet, but he's, he's penned this letter to them. It says this, To all those in Rome who are loved by God and are called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that, uh, that somehow by God's will I may, I may now at last succeed in coming to you. So this is Paul writing to the church in Rome. This is 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1 from the start. This is Paul again writing to this church in a place called Corinth. Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and our brother Sothesis, uh, to the church of God that's in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with those who in every place call upon the name um, of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace 
to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given to you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you. We're going to flip over to Ephesians. So this is to the church in Ephesus. For this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards the saints, I do not Cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Philippians chapter 1, to all the uh, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Last one, Colossians chapter 1, verse 3. We always thank God, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed the whole world is bearing fruit and increasing as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Okay, I think it's pretty clear here, but throughout Paul's writings, we see this theme of thankfulness shining through. Paul is thankful ultimately to God, but he's also thankful to the people because of how these churches are are spreading the gospel how they're staying strong through adversity, how they're displaying love to others and how they're partnering with him in his ministry. As I mentioned before, too often, particularly at this time of year, we look for the new. We we, we love the new, particularly in church. Yes, we believe that God is doing a new thing. He has more in front of us, greater vision, greater purpose, greater reach. But also today, I I, want to bring us around. Let's remember what he has done. Let's remember what he's done in and through our lives. Let's not forget the blessings. Let's not forget the trials. Let's not forget the strength that has been formed in us, the relationships and the connections that have been gifted to us. As the great Australian Slim Dusty sang about, it's important to be looking forward, looking back. If you're a country fan, you can sing it. I'm not, but I do know that line. Um, But, you know, now being thankful or grateful, that's not something that you only hear from the Bible or you only hear from the pastor, particularly in our current culture with its emphasis on mental health and well-being, mindfulness and other strategies that try and, try and settle an anxious and a worried world. I'm sure you've all seen people speaking or writing about, you know, maybe gratitude journals, maybe you've experienced a mindfulness activity at work. You're like, great, I actually wanted a pay rise, but sure, let's do some, you know, yoga in the staff room for 40 minutes. That's, that, that, that's, that's great as well. Uh, maybe you've, um, you know, created a gratitude rock at work or, you know, in your, in your school or, or somewhere like that that represented something for your life. Now, there's nothing wrong with these things. Great concept. It actually works because it's taken from the Word of God. It's taken from the way He set up the world. He is and is our Creator. Therefore, He knows us. He designed us. Therefore, of course, when we take things from the Word of God, from His ways and His precepts, they bring about human flourishing. They, 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 they bring about the, the way that we're designed better than any pop psychology you know, Instagram page or, or whatever. But... 
even though those things are good, and we're actually going to do something similar at the end of the service. That's why, that's why that's there. We'll get to that in a few moments. But however, if it's just thankfulness for thankfulness' sake, it lacks the clarity and the direction that biblical thankfulness gives us. You see, in the end, it only has the temporal world to work with. Whereas with God, we have an everlasting hope. We have a secured future that when this life comes to an end, when the close of this age, we have a confidence and assurance that Jesus is returning. And in fact, he's restoring all things. That every tear will be wiped away that the earth will be renewed, will be restored to its original design, that Eden will come again and that we will live forever in the new heavens and the new earth in the presence of God. You see, that's the eternal hope that we have, that we have in Christ. Again, Paul writing to the church in Philippi, same thing, he says this in Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7. He says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, we don't often use that word supplication, but it means to ask or to plead humbly. It's asking, but with a sense of reverence. If you have children, particularly small children, or no, it continues for 10 years. Anyway, um, you know there's an ask, there's like a demand ask, like this is my right, I should have this. And then you, but then you also know there is an ask that is maybe a little bit more, if we could use the word reverent again, uh, there's an ask that's a little bit more thankful. There's an ask that acknowledges that they are not the source, that, that you are of whatever, you know, whatever that, whether they're after, money, food, you know, time, whatever, whatever that is. But, but notice in this passage and in all the others that I read earlier that thankfulness is not just an action that you do, even though that's an important part of it, or it's not just a mental attitude that you hold, even though that is also part of it. But this whole idea of thankfulness for Paul and thankfulness in the Bible, it's wrapped up in prayer. It's wrapped up in prayer. Why is this important? Great question. I'm so glad that you asked. It's important because when we wrap thankfulness in prayer, what it does is it gives it direction and it gives us power. You see, when we just do thankfulness for mindfulness sake and it'll probably make us a bit calmer and you know, it'll help with our mental health and well-being and all those things, that's great. But when we just leave it at that, when we don't wrap it in prayer, we miss out on something. You see, because when I do my mindfulness exercise about being thankful, uh, my, my question is, where am I directing that thankfulness to? Maybe it's to family or to friends. They're, they're good. The opportunities that have, have opened up for me. Maybe it's someone's thankful for their job. But if you follow the thread, where do you actually end? Maybe you end in some, you know, cosmic, I just thank the universe for for everything that's, that's happened. But you see, when you wrap thankfulness in prayer, it gives direction. I, I'm still thankful for family or friends or opportunity or my job or whatever it is, but ultimately, I'm gonna follow that thread and realize that I am thankful to God. It gives us, when, when we wrap thankfulness in prayer, it gives us direction because it directs us to heaven. It directs us 
to God. It is God who brings these good things into my life. The, the verses won't be on the screen, but Deuteronomy says that it's God who gives me the power to get wealth. So, so when I'm thankful for my job, when I'm thankful for maybe the house that I live in or, or the things that I have, I realize that it is God who gave me the power to create and to do that. He gives us the power to get wealth. Psalm says, what can I give back to God for all the blessings He has poured out on me? We, we realize that whenever things come, all the good things, they come from God. You see, Paul always wraps thankfulness in prayer, and he wraps prayer in thankfulness. They work hand in hand. They go together. I, I, I know too often in my life, prayer can end up being like a shopping list. You know, God, can you fix this? God, I need this. God, can you fix that person? God, why is my family like this? You know, what, you know what's, what, what, what's going on? Why is my workplace like this? Why is my boss like this? Why is my employee? You know, it can end up being just a, a shopping list to say, God, we just, we just fix something. We just make a change. We, we just do something, sort out the situation, move in this way. But thankfulness in prayer reminds us of what God has already given us, and it reminds us about what He's about to do in and through our lives as well. It brings us back to the true source of life. But not only does prayer wrapped in thankfulness and thankfulness wrapped in prayer bring direction, but it also brings power. It brings power. Because in prayer, we're attached to a power that is outside of ourselves. We don't have to try and conjure up enough self-will to be thankful. We, we, we don't have to try and make sure everything lines up and that we you know, have the right music on in the background and make sure we sit in front of the ocean at the sunset or, 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 or whatever. But when we're, when we're thankful, when we wrap thankfulness in prayer and prayer in thankfulness, it connects us to God, which gives us power. When you attach it to prayer, God fills you with His Spirit. He fills you with His power. So no longer am I reliant on myself. I can actually pray in supplication. Remember, it says to humbly plead before God. I can say, God, help me. I can say, God, help me to remember to be thankful. God, when I feel the selfishness and self-centeredness of this world taking hold, God, fill me with your power to help me be thankful. Re help me to remember that it is you who gives the power to get wealth. Help me to remember that the blessings I have received is because of you and your goodness and, 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 and your greatness. Help me, fill me with eternal hope that when I approach situations and circumstances, I can view them in light of your grace and your understanding and realize that I can find places to be thankful thankful no matter what my situation is right now. You know, maybe you're in those small, small child cyclone years and it feels like it'll never end. God, give me the power to be thankful even though a day feels like a year. You know, uh, the Bible says that a year is like a thousand days to the Lord. Um, a parent with a small child, a day is like a thousand years to them. You know, you know what I mean? Like, God, just help me in that zone. You know, help me, even though I've changed season and now I'm, uh, I'm retired maybe and struggling to find purpose and self-worth in, in life. God, come and fill me with your, with your power to help me through that. Even though maybe 2023, like Rachel mentioned, might have been the worst year of your life and all this talk of thankfulness is just annoying and can you please finish and will this be an hour-long service because it's, you know, New Year's Eve, surely you'll go shorter. Just, you know, can you just be quiet because I'm sick of this because 2023 just sucked. Even when we feel like that, we, we don't have to try and conjure up and, and get enough uh, self, you know, self energy to be able to be thankful. We can, in prayer, 
be connected to God. Why? Because he gives us direction in thankfulness, but he also gives us power. He gives us power outside of, outside of ourselves. As Paul said, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. I remember a number of years ago, I was uh, on staff at a church, uh, and I was at a, at a staff retreat with a whole team. There was probably around 15 or 20 of us, and uh, we were all up at this place, and, you know, for whatever reason, I was just frustrated, like frustrated at ministry, frustrated at the people that I worked with, to be honest. Not, not so much the pastors. They, they, they were great, but the other, other people was like, God, oh, like, why is that guy such an idiot? Like, come on, like, surely just you know, get it together, organize something, do, do something. Anyway, terrible, I know. And there was, there was this moment, um, I was in the pool, hard pastor life, I know, staff retreat in the pool. Don't you guys only work one day a week? Anyway, no. Um, but so I was in the pool, and the youth pastor, typical, uh, decided to do this, like, massive bommy into the pool. Now, I was on the East Coast, so we would call it a bomb there, not a bommy, just a bit of language change for you, in case you didn't realize. But um, as he did that, really random, I just felt this sense from God. I remember God saying to me, just like, still small, still small voice, don't forget you get to do this. Don't forget that you should be thankful for where I've placed you, for, for what's going on, for the, the privilege that it is to serve me. And it was like these softly spoken, not audible, just words in the depth of my soul, like, like honestly just felt like they, they tore my soul apart, like just words from God. You know, I, I, can, still, I can still remember where I was right now. You know those significant moments in your life where you're like, hey, I remember when I was there. I remember when that, when that happened. So in this pool on the central coast and, and, and of New South Wales, and God, God speaks to me. And I got out of the pool and I had a decision to make. Because, you know, sometimes God graciously, he breaks into our lives in those moments, even when we're maybe not necessarily seeking him. I was just frustrated and annoyed, also happy I was in the pool and not at the office, you know. So, but he breaks into that moment. But, but then I have a choice. Do I push this away? Do I go, okay, no, God, this is you speaking to me. And I remember I, I got out of the pool. Uh, I got my phone, opened up the Bible app. And I started searching the word thankful, particularly in the book of Psalms, which is the you know, prayer and worship book of the Bible. And it's funny, I know the exact date that it happened. So it was 13th of October, 2014, because I still use the same Version Bible app account that I've had my whole life. So all the scriptures are actually still there, highlighted. Here's some of them, Psalm 30, verse 12. To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I'll give thanks to you forever. Psalm 136, 1 to 3, I highlighted this. I give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. I give thanks to the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. I give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever. Psalm 97, verse 12, rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of of his holy names. There's about another seven I could read, but I think we get, the, we get the idea. I don't know what 2023 has been like for you. Maybe it was frustrating like my 2014 was. Maybe you hear that story and honestly you think, oh, wow, how, boo-hoo, you were frustrated at people and you were swimming in a pool. Do you want to know what I've been through this year? Do you want to know what's happened in my life 
in my family. I know in the grand scheme of things, those frustrations were, you know, were pretty light, but I know the one who can take your burdens, the one who through all the pain, through all the challenge, can be there with you. And, and, and if we would wrap thankfulness in prayer, if we would wrap prayer in thankfulness, then God would do something significant in our lives. And as we start to come to a close, maybe Lisa can join me on the keys here. I really felt that this Sunday was going to be significant for so many. Because the way that we leave one season or one year often defines how we enter the next season and the next year. And on this final day of 2023, let's leave this year with thanksgiving. Let's remember what the Lord has done. Let's bring in front of us his wondrous works that we are saved by grace through faith. It is not of works so that we don't boast, but it's the grace of God over our lives. Let's, let's remember that he is the Lord who gives us the air that we breathe, who has placed us in this incredible country, who has given us a phenomenal church and, and people to belong to. And as we start to draw to a close, I want to point out that all through Psalms, like I read a couple of those Psalms there, that all through Psalms, again, we see this theme of thankfulness. And so not only is thankfulness wrapped in prayer and prayer wrapped in thankfulness, but thankfulness is also wrapped in praise. When we praise God with a thankful heart, it's amazing what God can do. It's amazing how it shifts our, our attitudes and our, and our, and, and our hearts. You know, in, in, in a few moments, actually, maybe the rest of the team can come. We're, we're going to sing another song. And uh, I believe we're going to have a, have a moment with the living God where we lift our voices, lift our voices in praise, where we pray, where we're going to do something practical and help all the kinesthetic learners that are, that are, that are, that are in the place. And, and we're, we're going to write on this canvas. Maybe Chris can bring that forward for me, mate. That would be amazing. You see, we're, we're going to sing a song called The Goodness of God. And then during, during this song, you, you can take some time. We've got some, we've got some texts. You don't have to have great handwriting. I've got very bad handwriting. My year eight geography teacher said you should be a doctor. It wasn't because I was smart. It's because of my bad handwriting, right? So, um... We're going to take a moment, and during this song, you can just come forward, hear your favorite color, and just write something on this canvas right here that you can be thankful for. Come on, what has God brought in and done and through your life this year? What is, let's, let's, let's take a moment not just to, you know, bust into 2024, but actually remember, okay, God, you came. You brought blessings into my life in this year. Yeah, there was challenges and trials, but guess what? I'm still here. Guess what? I'm still in the house of God. I might have dragged myself here this morning, but guess what? I'm here and I'm lifting up your name. I'm lifting up your name. I'm declaring praise. I'm singing words. I'm taking the time to, to pray and be, and be thankful. You know, when we sing in a moment, these words... They're not just words on the screen, not just nice words that we sing along to, but we're going to sing about the goodness of God. The chorus says, all my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. 
With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I'll sing of the goodness of God. And so across this place, I'd love you to bow your head and to close your eyes this morning. God, we thank you right now in this place, Lord. Jesus, we come. We come and we bring our hearts, we bring our minds to you. We come in thankfulness of all that you've done. God, in fact, the thing that we are the most thankful for, Lord, we're most thankful that you sent your son to come and and live on this earth, to sacrifice his life, to give us victory over sin, to give us victory over death, to connect us with the maker of heaven and earth. And so this morning across this place, maybe the thing you need to be thankful for, maybe the thing you need to bring before God is your salvation. Maybe you've never made a decision to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you have, and it was many years ago, and you know there's been a a disconnect that's happened between you and God. It would be our great honor and privilege this morning to uh, pray with you and pray for you. And so we don't want to pull you out the front or embarrass you or do anything like that. But in a moment, we're going to say a salvation prayer. And so that you can make that decision to connect with God again. Sometimes it's always good to do a physical reminder of something that happens on the inside. So if that's you, if you're like, you know what, I need to connect with God in this final, in this final day of 2023. I need it to be my defining day of this year where I say yes to Jesus Christ. If that's you, would you just lift your hand where you are? I'll see your hand. You can put it back down. Then we're going to pray together. Is there someone like that this morning? Yeah, I see that hand. That's awesome. That's awesome. Come on. Is there someone else who'd like to join? Yeah, I see that hand as well.